Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Well, I heard somebody say it's SNR, and I heard it, here we go, Steelers. Well, I guess it's segment number two, Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler in the flesh. And I just love how that beat rocks, man. Shout out to, I forgot the gentleman's name. Who uh, made Ken, this Ken. Ken. Shout out to Ken, man. It really gets me going. You know what, too? He this is now, Carolina, man. Now that you now that you're shouting out Ken and our our mm-hmm. D, our, our behind the scenes DJ here making the the Steelers uh, the Steelers Blitz intro beat. A few months ago, he sent me another beat. Oh, and I just haven't put it in the system yet. <laughs> so it'd be, we could it'd be like that. we could have some diversity for our, our tracks here. It'd be like that. I'll, have to, I'll have to go back and, and pull that and put that in the system before but the end of the want, week. I just want to give him a little love right there, man. Because, yeah, big shout know, out to Ken. That, that's like our. That, I know for I don't know for you necessarily, but for me, whenever I'm hosting, that's always like my cue to let me know I'm about to talk. No, here we go Steelers. And it, it is because, you know, because like, right, Ken made it for us. He put the here we go yeah. Steelers in there. Like, that that is uniquely our own. It is. It very much is. That is uniquely our own. And, you know, we do a lot of things here on this show that are uniquely our own. Yes. And so I think that fits. Yeah, so like I said, just want to make sure we give him a little love Big for that. shout man. out to Ken. Not, not that we haven't shouted him up before, but going to continue to give him yeah, some every love Every once as in a well, while, man. he'll get some Absolutely. props, you know? Absolutely. He, he's a ninja, <laughs> you know? <laughs> We, we ain't shot him on Ninja Day. Right, easy, but, easy, Maxim Wolf. Right, he's, he's a ninja. Hey, he has, he has done ninja he, Day. He has done behind work, see, uh, see, behind, work behind the scenes for the show. If you so, work behind the scenes, you're a ninja. You're a ninja. Like Jacob, yeah. Tom, Zach. Partly you. Partly me. Like, like yeah, you're, no, you're, you're, you're like certainly. the front ninja. You're like the front man of the ninjas. Is it? Yeah. It, it's because it, it's kind of like Brian LaMartina and I, right? Yeah, yeah. We're like. Uh, I don't know. Has but there, see, like, because Brian doesn't be- get like on, he doesn't get like a lot of it's, mic time. It's true. Like he he's in the building, it's but true. he's not. He don't talk. He's like the he talks. To he's us. like the. I'm the head of the ninjas. He's like the CEO though. Yes, you yes. know what I mean. You're, like I said, you're the front man. I'm in charge of day to day operations. You're the guy that we see. <laughs> we 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 put all of our hate and emotions towards you. Uh-huh. It filters through you to the boss man. <laughs> boss man, he, he 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 sits and has the nice conversations. You know. I I got yeah. it. I got it right. So I'm, I don't want to toot my own horn here too much, but I'm Freddie Mercury. Ah, yes. Brian's the tour manager. He's the band manager. Absolutely. Right? Okay, there we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah, because I'm trying to think. Yeah, but I'm Mick Jagger. He manages the Rolling Stones. Okay. So so whatever you bringing in, you know, he, he, he... 
you paying it to him. He, he, you know what I'm saying? He, hold on, he, hold on, he, wait, he, wait, wait. Yeah. Am I Tupac and he's Shook Knight? It, it sounds like that. Oh, no. I just throwing it out there, and that makes me snoop. Come okay. to death row. Yeah, I, I'm snoop. I'm right here with you, but you know I'm just living my best life over here. Okay. <laughs> if you're snoop, though, that means you have like 50 jobs, so well, you're a busy man. Well, <laughs> you do have like 50 well, jobs. Y'all seen the movie A Cure for Wellness? I, I did go to Cali for 30 days to, to learn that I need to cut back on some of my work. Woosa. Okay. You, you hear the namaste in my voice all of a sudden? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, man. So shout out to, to Kim for that, though, man. But um, something else I did want to address before we, you know, start to turn that page in. Sure. Early preview, early start to kind of look at that Jets team and some of the things that we like or not like per se about them. Um, we did have another piece of roster movement or roster movement that happened. Uh-oh. Um, actually, two pieces, and I forgot to say this. When we brought back Jordan Barry to our practice squad, we did release Delonte Scott, who was on the practice squad, but we were bumping him up on game day. Obviously, we know the new rules allow the teams to do that. They can um, declare a guy that's on the practice squad for the active roster for that particular game. So he was one of those guys. That's ever since COVID that that yes, changed, yes. right? Okay. since COVID. That's been a new rule. But um, he was released uh, – as the uh, corresponding move to yes. us bringing in Jordan oh, Barry because good word. come on man you never once that's in a, a while. big word every once in a like while like knee jerk every once in a while I got a word for you every once in a while I does once in a while count if you it, hyph- if you hyphenate it what if I just say it really fast sound like one big word once in a while that work and that's all right just check it, it sounds like omelette du fromage oh hey now is that French or is that Italian oh wee oui, wee oui. oh I have all but um. <laughs> You buddy, <laughs> but obviously that was the first move. And Delonte Scott is a guy that has had some more playing time for us. Obviously, in response to the injury that TJ Watt sustained, Delonte was a guy that during the preseason was vying for a chance to make this roster outright as well. So it'll be interesting to see just if he does return back here without signing somewhere else, because I do think he's a guy that we could see return if everything plays out that way where he is not, you know, signed somewhere whenever yeah, yeah. Presley gets back. Because I do think that he is a player that they're excited about because of his length, his raw ability. But he definitely has some more carving he needs to do in terms of just shaping and molding him, making him more polished as a full-time NFL player and not a situational guy. Agreed. Yeah, he's he's right now he's an ideal practice squad yes, player. Yes, yes. You, you know, guys who you can see that upside, but they need a little polish, mm-hmm. right? Uh, hopefully... Hopefully nobody else around the league feels the same. Right, because, I mean, obviously we've seen that with uh, Quincy Roche. We've seen that with Jameer Jones at times. We've seen that with a good amount of players. Hey, we've also done that the other way around, too. Oh, 100%. Montrez Adams. 100% we have, man. And, you know, speaking of, he's the other part of this conversation in terms of guys getting opportunities, more roster movement being being had. Yesterday when the uh, Steelers released their new depth chart for this week, there was a change Uh-oh. at the starting nose tackle position. Oh, It had been my boy, my 2010 draft class partnered him, former teammate Tyson Alu-Walu as the starting nose tackle, but we had a change, and that change was now that Montrevious Adams is the starting nose tackle, hmm. and Tyson Alu-Walu is backing him up. Now, when Coach Tomlin was asked about it, he just talked about how, from his perspective, Montrevis was just playing better than Tyson. Yes. He also uh, was asked, was it a thing that 
because these players are kind of different? Is it that mm. Montrevis is more explosive? He can do certain things just better than Tyson can at this stage. And he said that he is not ready to say that, but he was just simply saying that Montrevis has been playing better than him, and he felt that that was the right move to make. Now, since that move has been made, people have looked at it a couple of ways. <laughs> is, oh, you don't say. Is Tyson Alualu being the scapegoat because obviously – Whenever your team is not having the success, and we that was know a, that was a popular take yesterday, yeah, and we know how you know the organization could come under fire from the media and the fans, and you feel you have to make a significant change or some type of change, you make this move right here because it's a significant name, but in terms of the overall hierarchy of your team, you really don't change much. But for media, for fan, you can say, "Hey, man, we're 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 doing some stuff, we're we're doing some in-house stuff." So I could understand people trying to take that approach. But at the same time, and I looked at it in a similar vein as uh, Coach Tomlin in the sense that Montrevis is a really good player. Um, inconsistent at times, and that was part of the reason why he didn't um, sustain a longer uh, career in New Orleans, mm-hmm. which is where we signed him from. Because even watching this tape there, you still see some of the same stuff you see here. The explosive get-off, the ability to rush the passer, uh, just being able to be in the backfield and being more of a disruptor. Whereas when you think of Tyson, he is more of a traditional two-gapper, more of a He's going to stop that run, but he's not necessarily trying to kill you in terms of rushing the pass with a array of moves. Whereas Montrevis, he does have that. To me, though, Montrevis is more of a 4-3 interior D tackle that we moonlight as a nose guard, whereas Tyson is a true traditional 3-4 nose tackle that we will moonlight as a 4-3 D D tackle when we go to our sub package ball. So it's very different in terms of what you're asking. One guy is designed to be a penetrator. One guy is designed to get off the ball, whereas the other guy is designed to not give ground, to get a yard up and sit. So very different in the techniques. But when you're talking about right now, no T.J. Watt, what have we been missing? Hmm. Pass rush. What have we been missing? Guys just being able to fire off the ball and get in the backfield. One of the reasons Disruptors. why one of the reasons why I was really excited to see Larry Ogan Joby back out there is because you could see and feel some of his disruption in this game on Thursday night, just seeing how he could get off the ball. Even when he wasn't making the play, he was still making that running back in terms of Nick Chubb have to re uh have to restart his feet. Now, granted, Nick Chubb is just a heck of a running back, so it really ain't have that type of impact. Yeah. But versus non-Nick Chubb caliber running backs, mm. he's a good place, you know? Right, right. And that's one of the things that when you're talking about Larry Ogunjobi and when you're watching Montrevis Adams, that's what they're giving you more frequently mm-hmm. because that's what they're more designed to do. Whereas Tyson, he's designed to play nose tackle. Yes, to, to eat up the center to eat up of the that. Center. Right. Casey Hampton style. Yes, so it's very different if you're going to As ask, opposed to Javon Hargrave. Right, you and right? Is that a fair, Casey Hampton. Is that Hampton? a fair, right. yeah. When we think of Hargrave, we would always say you're a four three D tackle that moonlights as a nose guard. And look what he's done in and Philly. And that's why he could he, <laughs> he would rush on these centers and destroy them. But you look at him in Philly and his true four three D tackle, he's a pro bowler. They they think love about him in think Philadelphia. Think about it. He's a pro bowler. Yep. Like it's that simple. So when you're talking about the difference of even though they're similar body types, they're just different players. Correct. And that's one of the things that you know, it, it does suck for me because that's my homie. You know, you always want to see your guys out there playing as much sure, as they can. Sure. But when you're talking about the context of this team and how can you negate the loss of a T.J. Watt, well, what do you need? Montrevis is going to give you more of what you need right now. And that's why you make that type of move. And it makes sense because, yes, Montrevis, you come on the tape, man, he's doing those things that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. And those are things that we really need. So, yes. except for me, man, bittersweet, but I definitely can understand it. No, that's a that's a heck of a breakdown by you there. 
Um, and I'm I'm fully on board with with what you're putting down. Even though I would love to say he was scapegoated, because you know that's the homie. It would just make it it make it easier on me. I also too, but I, mean, I, I just can't go that route, bro. Oh, uh, Mike Tomlin just scapegoated. I just can't go that way, bro. Tyson Alualu. I guess I want to, but I just can't. I can't. And like we said on Monday. Come on, bro. You and I aren't interested in moving the needle. We're mm-hmm. not interested in reactions and, and engagement and all that stuff. We're not here to drive clicks or attention by saying or reporting outlandish things. To me, it's a it's a move in the margins right now. You know, I, I went back yesterday. You and I, uh, shorter day on Tuesday, right? We don't have the show at noon. Mike right. Tomlin speaks at noon. It's Mike Tomlin press conference and all the programming here on, uh, on SNR and ESPN Pittsburgh that comes with that. Went home yesterday. Picked up my daughter mm-hmm. from my my dear mother was kind enough to babysit yesterday. Shout, shout out to Mama Euler. Um, and went home, put baby down for a nap, and I was thinking, you know what? I could nap too right now. It'd be like that sometimes. But I should get some work done. You know, I got probably about ninety minutes, two hours of a nap here. That's oh, usually about the range. That's usually Ew. about the range that my daughter sleeps. About Ew. ninety minutes you're to two hours. I was like, you know what? Let's get some work done, and that way I'll have tonight free. Right? Oh, I won't have to. Okay, I won't have to okay. sit in the office tonight when wifey gets home. I went back and I was I was watching some cutups, and I mean, yeah. T- listen, Tyson. He he hasn't been a world beater this season so far through three games. He hasn't been terrible, but he wasn't. You know, Tyson Aluoglu before the injury, like like what we saw in 2019 and 2020 from him where he was exactly what that defense Mm -hmm. needed. This, to me, is one of those moves. I don't think there needs to be huge reaction to it. It's not going to have a seismic impact on the team or the defense. But I think everything you just laid out, marginally, with what they're dealing with right now, and I think who they've got on the schedule coming up here as well, too, um, it's... It's the right time to make this decision. And one more factor that I think plays into this as well, too, Motsi. You know, you mentioned some of that run game stuff. And um, I think they are very confident in what Miles Jack has done in the middle of the defense there as well, too. Super productive. I mean, you you and I, we we uh, I think we repeated this stat on Monday. Big shout out to Missy Matthews. She was the one who told this uh, to me. He is the first Steelers linebacker since James mm-hmm. Farrier to have – Double-digit tackles mm-hmm. in three straight games. Yep. And that's the first three games of his Steeler career. If he's still figuring out the defense, if he's still getting you know his feet wet and him and Brian Flores and Terrell Austin all getting on the same page, I mean, look out. It could be even more production going forward. But I think they feel better about what they have in terms of sure tackling in the middle of the field right now than they have since Ryan Shazier. Yeah, we being real, <laughs> and, yeah. and 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 that's probably part of this as well too. You're 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 willing to let your nose tackle take a little bit more risk and firing off and getting into the backfield and being a disruptor, and maybe missing a couple angles in the run game because of that. When you've got the confidence in Miles Jack there patrolling the the center of the park for the defense. Yeah, and honestly, man, as a guy who's been able to play multiple positions, man, as a linebacker, man, I've played behind guys that are guys that penetrate. They get off the ball. And it's pros and cons to it. Um, you love the fact that they are able to penetrate because at times it disrupts the blocking scheme. Absolutely. And it makes it just There's certainly easier. value in that. Yeah, yeah, it's like, bro, I'm not really having to read. It's more so just me and this running back. We're one-on-one. Let me just shuffle and just match his energy. That's the good part of it. The flip side is when they are disruptive but they aren't making the plays and now – you know, you might be sitting there and it's like, bro, we got like two gaps that open here, bro. <laughs> like, you done put me in a bind, man. <laughs> what am I supposed you know? to do? 
I'm not here fighting for I'm my fighting life. For my life right now, man. <laughs> so it does go both ways, but um, but as long as you trust each other, and I think that's the big part. And it'll be a lot easier for Montrevis to trust Miles hmm. than it will be for Miles to trust Montrevis early on. And the reason I say that is for Montrevis, man, it's not going to affect him either way. Just get off the ball, go play. Miles, he's going to make him right. But the issues are whenever you are shooting those gaps at times, if you don't disrupt it or you aren't making that play, you could potentially have, like I said, just one or two extra guys up there ready to uh, get that linebacker. But as a whole, though, man, I do like this move, though, man. Like I said, I do think it will help out um, this defense, man. And for Miles, man, he's still going to be fine because he's a veteran dude. He knows what he's doing. And he's played in the 4-3 as well, man. And anybody that's played in the 4-3, those are the type of guys you play behind. 4-3 four ah. th- four interior D linemen, they don't want to eat up blockers. They don't want to keep you clean as an LB. They want to shoot them gaps. That's what they want to do. Okay? <laughs> so as an LB, I love the 3-4 because I was clean. They kept me clean. Not the biggest fan of the four three. Cause it's like, yo, y'all go penetrate. It, it's gonna be messy at times. But I'm gonna be here on an island. It's gonna be messy, but we're gonna make it work. But it's messy. It's very messy at times, man. So it's gonna be interesting though, man. But I'm excited though. I'm excited to see this change up though and the impact that it does have. And hopefully it does pay dividends for this defense because looking at this Jets team, man, if you can stop this run effectively yeah. and consistently and make them have to be a one dimensional unit. Trouble. Big trouble. Big, Big trouble, trouble, man. Big trouble. And to trouble. me, man, that's something that, you know. I kind of get excited about. No, absolutely. And I don't know if you caught this, but right before we went on air, the Jets did announce Zach Wilson will play on Sunday. So, yeah, you really then have to deal with kind of three elements of that Mm -hmm. offense, the pass game, the run game, and Zach Wilson's mobility. Yeah. Because we all know Joe Flacco ain't moving like that. (laughs) All respect to Joe Flacco. I mean, I ain't moving like that either. You know the crazy thing, though? Watching Joe, I say, yo, he's still got that cannon of an arm. Oh, my goodness. What? Oh my god! <laughs> it was a play through the ball. I'm just like, yo, how did you do that? Like, like 50 yards on a rope, bro. What on a rope? He, everything else is like, okay, that ain't that ain't the play. But I'm like, <laughs> it yo, looks he's like the Tin Man out there breaking st- down. He still has that. He has a. He's cannon. got his fastball still. He still has a cannon. Curveball, the, the slider, rest like, the yeah, change up. Yeah, yeah. The rest of it, it ain't, it ain't what it used to be. But the fastball still bruh. there. Bruh. Bruh. And when I was looking at the receivers, right, and I'm looking at, uh, what is it, um, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, yeah. uh, and those They've type of dudes, man, there. and you look at what they average per catch, it's all like double digits, and then their longs are 30 plus, right. 66. I'm like, that's because this dude Flacco just out here just airing just it out. out here, bombing it. He just bombs away. Just bombing it. Look, look, look. We got the other side, so we're more of the, you know, slow burn, consist- we're going to dink and dunk, dink and dunk, occasional shot. Mm-hmm. They're the reverse. They're the... We just going bomb, bomb, bomb. Giddy up. Bomb, 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 bomb. Occasional screen pass. Bomb, 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 bomb. That's what they was on with Flacco, man. So, yes. <laughs> Looking like a Mike Leach offense out <laughs> here. Like, bro, this is nuts, man. <laughs> uh, it, really, it really was. But that's, you know, it, it, so instead of just the pass game and the run game, with Zach Wilson out there, you also have to account for his mobility, right? That's kind of the third element of that offense now. If you're able to handcuff that run game, Man, that goes a long way. Uh, because if you if you listen to Mike Tomlin yesterday, when he brought up the Jets, you know that's kind of his his press conference is always a look. He starts looking back at the previous game, then he talks about some of the things that they've been working on, then he looks ahead to the to the next game. 
when he started looking at when he said, you know, now we'll talk about the New York Jets here briefly. He obviously mentioned Joe Flacco and the familiarity that they have with him. The next thing he mentioned was the one-two punch, that the tandem that they have at running back and how the Steelers, uh, you know, have to be cognizant of how the Jets have leaned on those two early on in the season. Uh, you can limit those guys. You can force them into predictable situations, mm-hmm. third and longs, particularly Zach Wilson, you know, coming back from an injury as well, too. You you, you think he's probably not going to be exactly, you know, full steam and, and there'll be some rust there that he's got to knock off. Uh, that will go a long way to, to having the type of performance that you want to have on Sunday. No, I definitely will, man. And, you know, I'm glad you actually did bring up those running backs, too, man, because even when I'm watching them, I'm with you. They they can run the ball well. It's just to me, man. They don't have enough attempts. They hmm. fall behind too early. They um, do. This past game, obviously, was it against the Bengals? I think it was like twenty to nine in like the second quarter, and it really started to make them one dimensional. Maybe we could. Maybe we could pull that off on M- Sunday. Maybe, huh? maybe potentially. Potentially could be. But to me, man, I think that is going to be key, man. That's one of those things that we definitely got to worry about early on, man. Stopping this run because as much as we talk about Zach Wilson's mobility potentially. I'm still skeptical about that because he's coming off of a knee injury. So to an extent, I'm like, how healthy is he truly if this is his first week where he's actually available to be out there? And you're just going to put him out there? We're not going to have any type of grace period, no type of, hey, man, let's give him a week of practice, sit, and then we'll play him the next week. Like, none of that. You're just going to throw him out there? Like, out there, out there? And behind your offensive line that's on their fourth and fifth bro. tackle, bro. Their offensive what? line is banged up. What? Banged up. Like, none of their guys are healthy, man. No. None of – they have literally practice squad guys starting out there. And the one tackle, I'm questioning if he's even practice squad material. Hello, Alex Highsmith. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I tell you what. I wonder how much of that, too, with the Jets is them just think, all right, you know what, T.J. Watt's not playing, so we'll put Zach Wilson back up. But, man, you are right. I'm like, that's, you think the Steelers' defense is banged up right now. You're putting them in harm's way, man. They're often, I mean, they like you said, they're down to, what, their third or fourth tackle. No, no, fourth and fifth. Fourth and fifth tackle. Fourth and fifth tackle. So, I mean, yes. that's, that's practice squad yes, territory dude. there. Yes. For sure. Yes. For sure. But that's going to be interesting, though, man. But, yeah, to me, man, it was one of those weird scenarios where I was actually more nervous. Or not. I don't want to say nervous, but I was a little bit more higher alert for if it would be Joe Flacco just because of what he's able to do in terms of his stretch in the field hmm. and knowing that that's something that he's actually good at. That's his MO, his calling card. Yes. Whereas when I think of Zach Wilson, I'm just like, he's still trying to figure it out at this level. Yeah, what is his identity? But then on <laughs> top of that, I'm like, it's not like he's been practicing. No. This is like the Joe Burrow situation. We talked about week one, why Joe Burrow looks so bad at times, right? It was like, yes, we did our part, but he also was rusty. He hadn't had a lot of practice time. He hadn't had a lot of in-game time. Saying that same thing with Tom Brady over the last couple weeks, right? So now you're talking about Zach Wilson, a younger quarterback who's nowhere near the level. Not as good as those two we just mentioned. Those two guys. Now I'm kind of like, well, shoot, if you want to put him out there, go for it, man. That doesn't make me nervous. In fact, I'm kind of more excited to get him because I, I think, think so that helps us in a sense. I think so too. You obviously have the familiarity with Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. The the book has long been written on him, right? You know what he does well. You He's know elite. what he, he struggles with. He's elite. That's what I know. Is he? If, if there was an elite off between Joe oh. Flacco and Eli Manning, who oh. is more elite? Well, you can't spell elite without E-L-I. Mm. But Joe Flacco said that he's elite. Mm-hmm. And he said it after winning the Super Bowl. 
It's that's obviously not the case with it's Zach tough. Wilson. Yeah. You know, you, you the, the book on Zach Wilson hasn't been written. Yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. You better hide your hide your wife and hide your mom. That's what you better do. Oh, he went there. <laughs> Somebody had to say it. The, the book has been written a little bit. All right. Other it's than a, it's not a heck letting of an intro. him slide into the DMs, he, he, my mama and my wife ain't following oh, your page. You are, period. You are wild, period. wild. You period. are wild. They ain't even wild. allowed to go to New York without me. Period. <laughs> if I catch them wearing green, it's on site. It's on site. Find you, Zach. What's up? I don't care about those boys' good looks. I don't care. I don't care. Hey, that is the one thing I'll give Zach Wilson. <laughs> I always like to see a guy out there putting on for Team Babyface. You know, I'm just, I'm just. Hey, hey, hey he, he's your representative, man. He's your representative. Okay, quick, bro. quick little total diversion here. Total shiny silver object here. You know who Timothy Charlemagne is? The actor? No. He's in Dune. He's the main okay. guy in Dune. Um, he's in Don't Look Up. He's he's oh, yeah, a young okay, actor okay. right now. Yeah. He's dating Zendaya. Yeah. He's like really popular. He's like in his mid twenties. You know, everyone thinks he's super handsome. Yes. Well, he's in that movie Don't Look Up. Morgan and I were that. Don't that, Look Up is kind of like creepy, bro. It's a cre- dude. That's, that's a wild movie, isn't it? Kind of creepy. It's bro. funny, but it's it is. it's wild. Yeah. So so wifey and I watched that this last weekend for the first time uh, with Leo and mm-hmm. and uh, and um, Jennifer Lawrence. It had kind of been on our list for a while to watch, and we were finally like, Yeah, you want to knock this out? Yeah, let's knock this out. He plays a small role in the end of that movie. Yeah. He's the one, if you've seen the one that like Jennifer Lawrence gets chummy with at the mm. end, um, that she starts dating and everything at the end of the movie. And Morgan says to me, just unsolicited, is that that's that that's the guy that like all the girls are obsessed with now, right? Hey, Timothy Charlemagne. Hey, love that man. And I go, yeah, that's him. And love she goes, man. she goes, eh, I don't see it. He's not that good looking. And I go. Hold on, babe. Uh oh. Wait a minute. I go. He's like the captain of Team Babyface. Wait a minute. He's like me. If 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 he had to grow a beard to survive, Uh-oh. he'd be gone in a couple weeks. Uh-oh. Uh oh. How are you gonna How are you gonna Uh-oh. take a shot at, t- at the captain Uh-oh. of Team Babyface? Oh. Now what if she'd have been like, Oh my gosh, who is that guy? I'd have been like, <laughs> That's my understudy. Yeah, he's got good hair. He's got a baby face. Like, jeez, taught, that's, him, that's, taught him that's, everything he that's does. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> That's at the chapter number one on the book of Timothy Charlemagne and Zach Wilson is babyface. Don't let them around yes. your family members. Yes, can't do it, man. Can't do it. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's all of a sudden that's a really interesting wrinkle because hey, maybe he comes out on Sunday and he's ready to go. We've seen guys surprise in that regard no, before, certainly. But I think you're right. I think you'll take the the more unknown with Zach Wilson as opposed to what you everything you know about Joe Flacco. Just given the circumstances and just the the rust that has to be there, it's going to be there. I can't believe you brought the moms into this. I'm just saying, bro. We got a lot of moms out here in Still a Nation. I just wanted to make them aware of their situation and all the sons to those moms to be aware of those situations. Zach Wilson is coming to town. Y'all be on high alert. That's all I'm saying. I need to I need to clip that as a drop. It's truth. Zach Wilson's coming to town to be on high alert. We're going to use that all over the years every time the Steelers play Zach Wilson. Bro, Zach Wilson, you know what time it is, man. All right. It was all all funny games till it got leaked. It was like, oh, what happened? Yeah, it's such such a little beautiful relationship. What happened? Oh. (laughs) You don't say. Zach Wilson's out here doing his dance. Say, oh. Oh. He said, not the homegirl. The mama. Oh. The mama. Oh, Lord. That we doing? Do your dance, ZW. Do hey, your dance. Hey, straight like that. Put put it on, man. Put it on. So. 
Right now, man, we're gonna put that on, but uh, my we... face. Uh, this is another one of those. If the people could see us, right? My face, I've been grinning like a jabroni for the last five minutes. My like when you're taking family pictures and you just smile and your face starts to hurt, that's me right now because I'm over here trying to hold it together. You know, I just have a little fun every once in a while, man. We got to talk about Leave it. Leave the mothers out of this. Somebody had to Ron give them a fair warning. I figured I'd be the guy. I took it upon myself to warn all the mamas out there. All right, just be careful. Zach's coming to town. Sorry, the most. Sweat, see you later. Still Nation Radio. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.